Well, the player called favorites are the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone knows this, but I, I just have my doubts about their defensive capabilities. And I think like if they face some certain teams, they could be exposed on the defensive end when the big man takes advantage who, of it. Who is the certain teams, Noble? Chest. I I believe that Brooklyn Nets versus a Milwaukee Bucks matchup. <laughs> Could result in a Milwaukee Bucks win in seventh. Okay, right. This, this. Oh my days! I have two exams on Monday, man. I just want to stab my eye out. Don't do the eye, bro. That's painful, but you won't die in it. Do somewhere else. They'll take you out straight away. Is there somewhere that's not painful, but like... I there is the away. back of your neck, yeah. You know, like on Attack on Titan. Oh, like, yeah, the way all the senses, the, the nerves are connected, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. if you do the eye, all they'll just do is have you take the, the exam audio. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> Knowing the UK, that's probably what they do, you know. Yeah. So just do, do something else. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine that exam. Man said we'll give you we'll give you Braille and an assistant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're reading the graphs in Braille and shit? Nah. Don't oh, do it, bro. Fuck that shit. <sighs> Stay strong, bro. Stay strong. Stay strong. You're almost there. After this last two, there's just one more on the second. So I'm just I can breathe right. a little bit then. Yeah, gives you at least, you know, two, uh, what, a week and a half to, uh, to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get this stuff going. All right. Welcome, 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 everyone, to episode 27 of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. The NBA playoffs are upon us, and this is your boy Chisholm coming at you. Uh, in virtual studio, we have the Kang himself, Vinu. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, sir? Um... I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing very good. I'll be honest with you. Listen, it feels good to not be in a playing game like some people on this platform. Oh, it, word. Feel, it feels good to be settled in my position. I wasn't really stressing with the playing games. I wasn't having curry drop some, some stupid numbers on my head, trying to scrape it through with a, what, according to Stephen A, a bit wild take, but was a lucky game winner by, by LeBron. But um, yeah, I'm sitting comfy, man. I haven't really been stressed. I haven't been stressed in a while, you know. Yeah? I haven't been me stressed neither. in a while. Not, not when it comes to sports. You guys said me neither. <laughs> I knew you were shaking. You were shaking. When you saw LeBron took that three, you were saying, no. Dog. Why? Every time Steph touched the ball, I was on my knees, bro. I'm like, yo, please, please, right. don't do this. And don't Jordan do this. Poole. Jordan Poole. <laughs> you see that fadeaway uh, that Jordan Poole hit? Mm, yo. We're going to get onto that. We're going to get onto that. Yeah, um, and and back from his uh, from his week off, what's this guy's name again? I don't really hear <laughs> the zookeeper. Zookeeper, the zookeeper uh, guy. Really yeah, yo, you, you should read the, the name zookeeper, independent uh, spokesperson I, exactly. himself. I am an independent spokesperson. I represent no one. I'm affiliated with no one, and I have no you, love for anything. So you're an independent spokesperson. Wish... You're not a spokesperson for the independent. No, I'm not. No, no, that okay. Was, I see what you're trying to do there, but no, 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 no. Real ones will know the RS reference there, but let's go. Mm. How you doing today, Noble? Uh, we are, bro. It's the playoffs. I don't really care. I just want to see people lose. 
the best outcome for me in this playoffs is the Lakers lose and the Knicks lose. Both of them in preferably four to five games. Imagine so, this being so your outlook on life. So it's a yeah. convincing loss, rough, you know, bro. just so we can have the, an equal amount of hatred. I, I think I have too much hate right now. Yeah, I need it's to share episode, with both of you. It's episode 27 right now, yeah? Yeah. We're going to have episode 30 in what? 28, 29, three whole weeks from now, like three full weeks, it will be episode 30. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully the episode 30 can be dedicated to the greatest number 30 in the history of basketball. My God. The King. Julius Randle. You do know Wardell wears number 30, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. who else wears number 30. Norris, no, nah, not Norris Cole. What was his name? <laughs> What was it? Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Mario Chalmers. <laughs> you feel the disrespect Wardell like that. Oh, you Was it Mario bitch. Chalmers or was it Norris Cole? It was one of them. You tripping. Well, I, think, I think Norris Cole was number three. I think it was no, Norris actually, no, Cole. That was D-Wade. What, what am I saying? Norris D-Wade Cole was 30, three. I think. I think Norris Cole was Probably. 30. Either yeah. way, either way. He ain't no Julius. <laughs> um. Yeah, so as, as I mentioned earlier, the playoffs are, are like... They Beginning are today, us. actually, they are upon us. But Starting before we in get an there, hour, baby, so we gotta get this shit down, baby. This is how much we love y'all. We have the basketball game coming up, but instead of getting ready for that shit, we out here recording this, talking to you guys. Like and subscribe, you motherfuckers. We ain't do this shit for free. I mean, we do yeah, it, but boy. I mean, you might as well like yeah, and subscribe, boy. fam. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Hit that like, hit that subscribe button, yeah, leave boy. us a review, five stars, all that stuff. Um. But let's get into the, the playing tournament real quick. Uh, we're not going to go into detail of every single game, but I'm just going to ask each of you for one or two highlights or, or like big moments that you, you took away from the um, from the playing tournament. Mm. We'll start with we'll start with our with Noble. How 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 was how did you enjoy the, the playing tournament? And you know what was your, your big takeaway from it? You know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I got a very very massive amount of joy from the playing tournament. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. I'm not gonna lie. Let me tell you why. Because first of all, something that I assumed was gonna happen happened. My boy, my boy West Beast. I mean, I might I may not like you on my team, but you, I will forever ride with you as an OKC fan. He did what I thought he would do, which is get the Wizards into the playoffs. And mm-hmm. he did it in a spectacular fashion, if you ask me. I can't <clears throat> believe it. Um, so, yeah, like, that happened. And then on the other side, I really love how the Lakers won. I, I love how they won because, I mean, everyone knew the Lakers was going to win. Like, no one ever, no one was really betting on, on Golden State. But the fact that I put, like, Steph Curry put the fear of God into every Californian resident and every Laker fan around the world... That made me so happy. Like, for the whole game, bro, I, there was not a single Lakers fan who was comfortable, you know? I'm just here mm. to look. I'm, here, I'm looking for the hate. I'm looking for I'm looking for the violence. I'm looking for all the negativity. And that game was a beautiful <laughs> example of it. I mean, LeBron came back and gave them some catharsis at the end uh, that I can't, really, I can't really be happy about. But I don't really look at the last three seconds of the – I mean, last minute and a half of the game. I look at the rest of the game. They're, Rest of the forty-six minutes, fifty. But then, what if what if the game was decided in that last minute and half? You, you're still not looking at that. Nah, I don't really care. I mean, I know you guys was gonna win from this from the start, but it was like the most painful way to win possible, and I love that. Hey, I really you know what? Here on this side, we know nothing. There's no such thing as a painful victory. A victory is a victory. My nigga, you know how inch your heart was man. feeling. You know by how by an you... inch. Hey, did you watch the, the Fast and Furious franchise when it was still good? 
I just go and throw them under the bus, fam. He's oh, in his house right now, just cheating. I, I, you just you know, just throw the man under the bus. Yo, fam, they they, they stretched that movie franchise for too long, bro. They flying cars good. now. They flying yeah. cars. When it was still good, this guy said a a win is a win, whether it's by an inch or by a mile. It's a win. So there's no such thing as a painful loss here. I don't care. So, That's what you want to say. But I know there were Lakers fans out there who were wetting their pants. I don't care about I won't lie. Say. I, I won't lie. I was one of those Lakers trauma. fans. Yeah, I was one of those fans. I was stressing. Like, like As I said earlier, every time Steph touched the ball, I was scared because the game before that, he just dropped nine threes. And we know Steph, once he gets hot, he can yeah. stay hot for like a week or two. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm, I was just praying that that nine, nine three performance didn't lead him to... You know, another massive game. But uh, thank God he didn't. All I'm going to say is I'll repeat my statement. Sorry, sorry for cutting you off. But I'll repeat my statement that I said earlier during the season. Be scared of the Warriors next year. They're going to be right there in the top four next year for sure. I repeat my statement that I said last episode as well, that the Warriors are never going to be the same again. And I think that's what my biggest takeaway from these playing games is. Mm. I watched the Warriors play. I watched the Warriors play and fight a great battle. But I watched Draymond Green. I'm not gonna lie. I watched Draymond Green do Draymond Green things. He did his thing against the against the Lakers. I'm talking about prime Draymond Green. That's what he looked like against the Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see with players like Jordan Poole and these guys. Jordan Poole can be nice for the future. I just don't see this team ever bouncing back. I see the guys getting older. I see Draymond dropping off next season even more. Like we can be real. He has some of these you classic Draymond are performances. Mad. He, Nah, nah, nah. I don't see. I don't see the Warriors making any waves. I see them making the playoffs with Clay, but that's about it. Oh, I don't see them making name. any waves. I don't see oh, them making any waves. You look. Okay, first of all, let me tell you. I've said this over and over again, but with the Golden State Warriors, yeah, they were injured for most of the season. Draymond Green was injured for like the first what twenty games or something, and then by the time mm. he came back, he wasn't good until like another ten games in. So they were an injured bunch coming into the season. There were a lot of now, teams injured. No, no, no. There were a lot of teams, but they didn't have their core players gone. Like, do you see what happened to the Lakers when their core players were out? They dropped from second where they were all the way to seven. No, no, no. But that's that. It's a difference. It's not core players with the Lakers. The Lakers is their best player. Okay, it's a difference. That's like Steph going out. Look what happened to the Warriors when Steph went out. Noble, not this. Yeah. They would have no, lost the like, no, Steph went out. With Lakers, Lakers, you guys had LeBron sit out and then you had AD sit out. So it's like... Yeah, no, I'm saying it's not the same thing with the Warriors. Warriors would be more like Kuzma and AD sitting out. But it wasn't Kuzma and AD, it was LeBron and AD. That's why it was a big difference for the Warriors, for, for the Lakers, sorry. They dropped like a rock because basically their entire system went. The guy who yeah. runs their offense went. The guy who runs the Warriors' offense was still there. And this is why I think Steph can't You know win that they went 15 and 5 over the last 20 games, right? They can go 15 and 5 over the last 20 no. games if they want to. I don't care. Because you need to understand the way that you, you don't, because you need to understand it before you go and critique. Because I'm saying, the reason why I'm saying be scared next season, sorry, the reason why I'm saying be scared next season is because what they did at the start of the season, first of all, you can subtract that from next season. It's not going to happen because their squad is going to be better. Do you think that all this all these youthful people are going to be here on the squad next year? Yeah, they'll have a few youthful buddies and stuff. But this season is not going to be next season. This season was recuperation and just testing the limits of the team to see what is. Next season, they're trying to add some good vets. They'll add some quality vets. And that every season with Championship Aspirations does this. So they're going to add one, two vets. 
and they're going to send off one, two players, and they will have the addition of Clay Thompson, and they'll have Steph Curry playing again. Bro, see, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter on the planet. Look, I just don't see this team staying injury-free for long enough to be a great team again. And, and like, you know, like, uh, while I, I agree or I think, you know, these guys still have some juice in them. Like, Draymond, even if he drops them, I think he still has the, the IQ to, to make it work. But the problem yeah. is, like, it's tough for me to say that a team will go from missing the playoffs to being a contender based on, um, you know, them potentially making moves in the offseason. Because if we're being realistic, every team, in the, every team in the NBA is going to try to make moves this offseason. There's no guarantees that the Warriors will be the ones to land the big free agents or that they'll be the ones to get those um, nice trades. So, like, as much as I believe in them, I just don't – I need to first see those trades and those moves happen Bro, before I see that they're, they're coming back Look at starting five right here. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Winkins, Draymond Green, and James Wiseman. Okay. That's a good starting five. But then what does that bench look like, though? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Off the bench – you have um, you have Jordan Poole. You have um, who else is on their bench? Ken Bazemore. You have what's bro. The this is a championship team, man. Yeah, like it's it, like this is a they, nice. They, team. they need this is more. The Blazers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they need more. They like they definitely need more. I think my takeaway from the uh, from the playing tournament is that Jason Tatum is just is a fucking beast, bro. Is that guy? He's that he guy. Is, he yeah. is that fucking guy. He's that guy. Jesus yeah. Christ! You see what I said last time? I'll swallow my pride and I'll accept I was wrong about the Celtics. It's not. I'm, I'm not wrong about the Celtics. The Celtics are soft as shit. Jason Tatum is mm. a killer. He is a stone cold killer. And I thought, listen, I thought he didn't have that edge to him. I thought he was a pure scorer and stuff. But I didn't know he had that edge to him the way that he. He seems to. I thought, you know, the first year when he played really well in the playoffs, I thought that was just kind of, you know how you say the youth and naivety sometimes just drives you to perform. Mm-hmm. I thought it was that. I didn't think that it was, I didn't think he was like this, man. Like, I can tell it's a mindset thing for him. He's not trying to lose. Facts. Uh, yeah, he's not trying to cool. lose. He saw He saw his life flash before his eyes when he saw that they were in a play-in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, 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 never again. I feel like yeah, next season they're going to be very right. good. I think the Celtics are going to be really good next season just because right. of this. Yeah, just because of this. And I think they, by next season, I think they actually address the one big issue, which is their their big man problem. And once they do that, if, if um, Jalen Brown comes back healthy, which um, by our reports right now that the surgery went well, um, Jason Tatum continues this kind of trajectory. And hopefully, uh, what's his name? Kemba is, is back to... Health, yo, that's a squad. Celtics. Yep, Celtics. Next and Robert, season, you're forgetting Robert future. Williams as well. He's facts, a really perfect guy for them. He's the yeah. perfect guy. Imagine they were running Daniel Tice all these years, Aaron mm. Baines, guys like this. Now they got a proper guy who's strong, energetic, gets boards, runs up and down properly, can defend yeah. pretty much any position three and three down. Yeah, like. Uh, once I just they just need to get his conditioning up because I think that's the reason why he's not getting as many minutes as he should. Yeah, yeah. It is. Once it once is. they do that this off season, that that boy is gonna take off. But let's move straight into the playoffs because this is where everything. Like the, the hold on, this, hold on, this, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, yeah. Chisholm. Yeah, what's up? I'm really sorry. Listen, I know I've had this whole moment before. I've had this whole spiel before, but I'd like to formally apologize once again to Russell Westbrook. Yeah, mm-hmm. once again because you know what. 
I was wrong about him. Say some nice words about the man. I, I was wrong about him because, listen, he has been a bullhog for the majority of his career. And he still is. He still bro, is. this is not how apologies you know, work. <laughs> he's got a bit smarter with it. No, no, he's got very smart with hogging the ball. Yeah? <laughs> he's got a lot smarter with hogging the ball. He still hogs the ball at times, but he knows sometimes now. Sometimes he knows, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. And he defers. Before, you could see that he had problems deferring. When it came to James Harden, he deferred, but then he just stood in the corner and did nothing. But you see a bit more off-ball movement from Russ. He's learning a bit more. I don't want to say learning because that makes me seem like I'm saying that he's he's hasn't developed a part of his game for a long time. He's known how to do this for a long time, but he's just... I think he's got better now at integrating into the system, and I'm very happy for him that he's able to kind of shake this reputation. If you can turn people like me, then you can turn anyone. Because I was a, I was a big pusher of the Westbrook is very overrated train. But now I'm I'm starting to come off that a little bit. He's proven himself more to me. And yeah, I apologize, Russ Westbrook, because I thought they were going to finish 12th to 14th. And now they're a playoff team. Yeah. Like, I, Bro, I, 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 me, and, me and Noble were, were high on, on, the, on the Wizards at the beginning of the season. We both thought they were going to make the playoffs. And then... And I was looking like I was the smart one for a while. Yeah, halfway through the season, right. I, like my, my my hopes were shaken because it's like you guys are hanging around, you know, 12, 13 for that long. It, at some point, it just begins to feel like you're not going to make it back out. But they finally did and, and, and locked up that eighth spot in the in the Eastern Conference. But let's move over. Like, let's move to the to the Western Conference playoff picture. Um, go over, we, what we're going to do actually is just go over the first round matchups uh, in the Western Conference, go over our predictions and why we think these teams will, will win their, their series pretty much. I'm mad. So let's, I'm just, I just want to say I'm mad. Like, I would have preferred to see a Golden State versus Phoenix matchup rather than a Lakers-Phoenix matchup. I would have preferred to see a, a Lakers-Utah matchup more than a Jazz-Utah nah. matchup. I don't. I don't want that Utah matchup because U- Utah just moves the ball too too much and it's annoying sometimes. Uh, I'm sorry, but I sound like I'm a Laker fan. Yeah. See, you know, let's go into what the pick, the playoff picture actually looks like, Noble. All right. We, we we can do your reality, your dead ass reality. <laughs> so let's we'll start with the with the one eight matchup, the Utah Jazz versus the Memphis Grizzlies. So oh, we've that's, got that's a sweep. Yep, ja, sweep. Damn. That's no, a sweep. No, no love for Ja, even after his performance last Listen, night. I don't a, give a, a I don't give a damn. I don't give a Ja could have put up 110 points last night. I don't give a damn. That's a sweep. <laughs> Not even giving them one game, bro. bro. I, I give I give them the broom. That's what I give them, bro. That's a sweep. And I'll give them a new broom as well, because the Jazz ain't been there before. <laughs> the Utah That's Jazz, bro. The Utah Jazz have one of the best three-point percentages. They have one of the best defenses in on the perimeter. Realistically, the they're one of the best assembled teams in the NBA. Exactly. Um, so, like, they're, they're first for a reason, bro. They don't lose against bad teams. They're not a joke. And, we joke about them. We consider them a when, joke because we're dickheads. They're not a I'm joke. Sorry, I'm not sure about this. Is Donovan Mitchell back yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Mitchell is back, bro. That, uh, yeah, forget it. it it's is, a sweep, bro. bro. It's a sweep. Get the brooms out. Yeah, get the bro. brooms out. Get the I'm, dust pan so you don't leave the dust behind. Let's sweep ourselves out this My conversation. Lord. Let's go on to two and seven, please. There we huh. go. There we go. Okay, I, I, here's, I just want to say I give you. T- I, I give the, the Grizzlies one game. Just just, just after what I saw I, I saw last night from, from Ja and the rest of that team, I feel like they, they can take one game. Gentleman sweep. 
That's a waste of travel. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Yo. you why it's not a sweep. Sorry, why it is most definitely a sweep. Because the Jazz, their memories are still there, bro. They remember that they were flying high against the fucking Denver Nuggets last season, last during last playoffs. They were up mm. 3-1, and they were all about they were about to finish it, and then they, they put their foot off the gas. They let their foot off the gas. So right now, I know <clears throat> I know that their coach, Snyder, Quinn Snyder, is telling them, bro, we need 40-point games, 50-point games. We need to make sure that they can never statistically statistically come back. He's not he's not trying to he's not trying to go easy, even when the score, even when the scores look like it's a blowout. I know he's going to put his foot on the pedal from start to finish because he wants to get out mm. of this first round, prove that the Jazz can go farther than they've always been, farther than where they've always been stopped in previous um, seasons. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we do all agree that the Jazz win that series. Yeah, so let's yeah. move to the two versus seven matchup. Lakers versus Suns, or Suns versus Lakers, technically, because, you know, Suns are the number two seed. Um. So, who do you have winning that matchup? Let's start with v- with uh, Noble this time, actually. Um, I don't think that boy is ready for that. Much respect to Monty Williams and what he's done with the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Aiton, Bridges, all them boys. Like, they're a young core with, like, a... It's, like, the perfect... Um, it's perfect blend of a young core and grizzled vets. But at mm-hmm. the same time, they're not... I mean, Chris Paul is tested. Jay Crowder, I think, is on the team. He's tested. But, I mean, your core scoring, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, these guys haven't been tested. And then they want to test themselves against the, the I mean, against the best, the literal, the literal best. If they beat the Lakers, then we should be talking about the Phoenix Suns, our championship contenders. Because if, the, if they have the ability to take four games out of the Lakers, they have the ability to take four games out of anyone. And I don't think they have that ability. Sorry. So I give it to Lakers. Lakers in six. Vino, how, how do you feel about that? Lakers in six or less? In the culture, we've really just discarded teams like this who have had good regular seasons but don't have player pedigree and stuff like that. So I don't want to do that. I feel like they can win this series, realistically. I feel like the Suns can win the series because the Lakers are not in rhythm. But I think the Lakers will squeeze it out in seven, personally. I think it'll be a tough, tough series for them. I think it's going to be a tough series. I think the Lakers take it in six, though. Because I don't think LeBron is going, to, is going to want a game seven against uh, guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker. You say LeBron is not going to want it as if it's in LeBron's control. I know it feels like that sometimes. I know it feels like that sometimes. And it may well be the case the majority of the time. But we're forgetting their point guard is not Kyrie Irving. No disrespect to these guys. It's not Kyrie Irving. It's not Russell Westbrook. It's not Steph Curry. It's Chris Paul. It's Chris that, that's, Paul. That, that's why I said six games. Because to me, six six games is like like that. That's a that's a struggle. That's a back and forth. Like it's it, it's not quite seven where the the series is like um, like pretty much even, and then someone just has to win that game seven. But I think that the Phoenix Suns team is is really well built. Obviously, great coaching within Monty Williams. The leader in Chris Paul is the, the I think the best point uh, pure point guard in the league. Like the Phoenix Suns are the, that are amazing, but I just feel like when it comes to that seven game series, I feel like the LeBron is that LeBron factor, that LeBron takeover factor is, is still massive, and I think because of that, the Lakers are able to squeeze this out in six games and and avoid 
a game seven because a game seven to me goes like is just is a, is a is a coin toss. Anyone anyone can win a game seven because at that point, yeah, both it's teams have game. taken three games of game each other. You got to do the best of the best of your best. And anything yeah. can happen. You're right, but uh, I agree with you just because I just see in terms of matchups. Um, there are too many individual matchups being won. I'm not gonna lie on the defensive on defensive end, and this is why I give the edge to the Lakers on defensive end. The Lakers are one of the best defensive teams, and um, when it comes to matchups, Chris Paul is gonna be Dennis Schroeder on Chris Paul. Devin Booker is gonna be guarded by KCP, who we all know is a hound. Like he might not have, he doesn't get enough credit for the amount of. Um, movement he actually has in defensive end. And then you mm-hmm. just have a bunch of long, lengthy guys who can poke and prod from different angles. And so they match up to Phoenix very well defensively, but Phoenix is like the opposite. They almost don't match up at any position. I mean, you have Chris Paul guarding Dennis Schroeder. I'm sorry. Have you seen Schroeder play? That nigga will eat, like, no offense to Chris Paul, but Chris Paul, he, he guards with position. Chris Paul guards your position. You think Dennis Schroeder too quick for him? Bro, he yeah. would Schroeder is quick as fuck, man. See, the thing is, I think that their, their defense is more to do with the system than the actual individual players, though. That's why I kind of disagree with you, know. Actually, I guess we agree in that sense. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely system-based because Chris Paul is not out here stuffing all these cards. But I'm telling you, like, look at your system. At all five, almost at all five positions, let me see now, maybe just not the guard position, just not where Devin Booker is. So besides Devin Booker's position at the point guard position, at the small forward position, at the power forward position, at the center position, you have serious mismatches because the um the Pistons, sorry, the Suns. What I said, the Pistons. The Suns like to play Aitens. <laughs> That's they, they disrespectful. Shit. At the center. <laughs> <laughs> they play Aitens as a center, and then they play. I think sometimes Jay Crowder, or. I don't know who else. I think they bring the big man over, the white boy, Saric. Saric comes in mm. sometimes too. But it's like, who are who are they going to stop? So they yeah. have too much of a mismatch on the defensive end that even if as a system you guys are defensively good, you're so outclassed that I think that it's not going to – they can't stop them. So you're going to see a lot yeah. of paint. That's a lot of buckets in the paint. And LeBron is just LeBron is gonna have his way with them. That's what I see happening. It's not gonna be the toughest game on him. You're going Nobody to see him be an me. easy maestro. No, but you've convinced me. I think it's gonna be five. <laughs> I changed my mind. I changed my mind completely. I think it's going to be five, and only because of the reason that what I saw in the playing game was a LeBron that we didn't see last year. A LeBron that we didn't need to see last year. Everyone really thought, and I, me included, I, listen, I'm a culprit of this because I'm a guy, I don't want, I don't have LeBron, like, fatigue. But I do, I want to see him fall off at some, bro, you need to prove that you're human at some point. It's not that I want to see him fall <laughs> off, but you expect it, it. Like, when you see a drop-off, you're like, okay, yeah. now it's happening, finally it's happening. Yeah, like, it it's sense, making sense. Right, it's making yeah. sense now. But then we keep getting proven wrong. And I'm not gonna lie, as a as a, a man who considers himself somewhat of a smart person, not a dumb person. I don't consider myself dumb. I consider myself yeah. to have some knowledge, some sort of like expertise. Some IQ. On I mean, yeah, some yeah, IQ. as, as, a, as a man IQ, who, who's in his fourth year of engineering. I yeah, mean. exactly, exactly. As a man who's worked in these places, I've done things in my life that are higher than just looking at basketball players. So mm. when I look at LeBron, 
and I try and analyze his career, I'm like, okay, I've done tougher stuff than this. My judgment should be sound on this. But it never is. It never is. My judgment's always that, okay, he's got a drop off at some point. Okay, he's dropped off this season for half a year. That must be it. He's had his groin injury. Okay, LeBron's, he's not Iron Man anymore. Which he's not. That's been proven. Though. That's one thing that's been proven. He's not Iron Man anymore. But, yeah. I, bro, are we going to see 30, 10 and 10 LeBron again? I think we might. Yep. I think we might see 30, 10 and 10 LeBron again. You know, because LeBron does this thing where he takes his foot off the gas for the whole season. and then Yeah, this is what I'm saying. He fools us all. <laughs> <laughs> he comes down and he's like, ha, got him. He's like, ha. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> don't remember that. I'm 6'8", 260. Ha, <laughs> ha. Who's going to stop remember? me now? You, you don't remember lie. what I did? You don't know who I am? <laughs> On the other hand, yeah. talking about the human side of LeBron, yeah, I won't lie to you, and I've been watching this more and more on every single dunk. It's it's he's going, he's jumping less. Like I was watching the Golden State game, yeah, and I think true. who was it that threw a backward lob to him to dunk it? And I saw yeah, that yeah. I saw it, bro, it was like it didn't look like it because he was so quick, but he barely, he barely it was a that in. It was a rim grazer. When you watched it in slow mo, yeah. you could see. Exactly. But, do you know what but it is? Again, no, maybe he was just doing that. Point, sorry, can I interrupt you just quickly? Just to your point, yeah. That 2016 finals, that block, he I don't think he makes that now. That's that's the drop off that I think he's had in that. Yeah. I don't think he yeah. I don't not that he won't attempt it, but I don't think he goes at it with the same aggression just because of what he's been through the injuries the past few years now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I got guess a question. Okay, you know what? Let's that we're gonna consider this at another time. But I was just thinking, you know what? I think that if LeBron wins a championship this year, he is the best player to ever play the game of basketball. I agree wholeheartedly. I think he already yeah. is, but that's a debate for another like, day. Especially, yeah. especially because he had to go through the play in. Facts, mm, true. Facts. And especially, and especially if he does go through the Nets as well. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like, I was, you mean, oh shit, I forgot. Did my players bracket doesn't have the Nets there? But sorry, this is basing the assumption <laughs> that this basing the assumption that he plays the Nets. That's when he gets that. Yeah, credit. yeah. Because if he, if he pl- plays and beats the Nets, that means he's beating the the seventy three Tim Warriors, two of the three greatest teams ever, and the the Brooklyn Nets with yeah. with uh, KD. That, that's yeah. that's a. Those are wild things to have on your resume. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the other um, LA matchup or LA team matchup, rather. So the Clippers are going to be matched up against the Mavericks, who they beat last year in the first round of the playoffs. Um, this was in the bubble. Um, who do you guys think wins that matchup this year, Clippers or Mavericks? Vinu. Bro, it's the Clips, man. It's the Clips every day of the week, man. Every day of the week is the Clips. Look, they need to get their stuff together at some point. They have to. I'm sorry. It's, if it's not the Clips, Chisum, if it's not the Clips, then they blow their team up this summer. Because mm. your old stars are not young enough to be playing these games. Fact, is this year or bust? You need to make at least the finals. Sorry, at least the conference finals, minimum. If you make the conference finals, you can maybe consider trying to get Kyle Lowry in the summer. Trying to get someone like that. And trying to see where it goes from there. If you do not make the NBA, uh, the, the Western Conference Finals, you blow your team up this year. Because the Clippers, especially the Clippers, need to understand this. And I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. Especially the Clippers need to understand this after what they went through with Blake and Chris Paul. 
Don't make the same mistake again. Yes, you have a very nice team. Yes, you will always be one of the most respected teams in the NBA just because every year, year in, year out, you are going to be a great team. But if you're not going over that hump, then what's the point? So yeah. they need to win this matchup for themselves and their future. And that's why I think they've got so much on the line, I think they're going to win it. And I think they're going to win it decisively. I don't think it's going to be close. I would say five games. Yeah, uh, um, I think five games as well against the Mavs is a is a pretty good. Call. And the Mavs aren't as good as they were last year either. Yeah, and like even if you just um, go look at the the way the Clippers ended off the the regular season was pretty bad though, um, which is the only reason I'm a little scared. But part of it, um, or at least part of the reason why I'm not as worried for them is because I think a little bit of that um, of that you know late season skid was because. You know they just weren't um, that interested in, in, in you know like in this in seeding I guess because the team like the bottom of the West isn't it's not easy anyway so it's like the matchups don't really matter or who where you are seeded doesn't matter that much it's just about keep your guys like Paul George and Kawhi as fresh as possible and get them ready for the playoffs so I think seeding seeding become overrated yeah seeding this year is just it, it's it's worth nothing. To be fair, I don't know what the situation is with the stadiums. I'm so sorry, Chisim. What's the situation with the stadiums? 25% capacity. For all? A lot of places, it's still 25% uh, for, for most teams. It's 25% capacity okay. or sometimes even less. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you're getting a little bit of home like of home crowd, but it's, like, it's not enough to, to, shake up the, to shake the arena the way it used to. So I, I don't think that it's uh, – I, I think the Clippers – Take this one in about five games in the um, versus the Mavs. What are you saying? No, about the Clippers. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm sorry. Like Luca is still Luca, but Dallas Mavericks did they really improve from the last season, or did they? Get I'm worse? sorry, Kristaps. I'm sorry. I know, I know you love. I know you love me hating on on, on KP, but of course, in God. But anyways, it. like I said, Dallas <laughs> from last season to this season, I I don't think that they necessarily got better they lost curry um i think like yeah i'm sorry i just have to give it to clippers in four or maybe even five five games yeah because luca is gonna do luca magic and um six games actually sorry luca magic has to count for something uh they'll put a good front but the clippers the combination of Kawhi leonard and Paul george they're not i think they're yeah. like you know what yeah they are the box of the west because it's more like we don't care what you guys do in the regular season. Come and show us what you can do in the postseason. That's the only time that we can say that there's some legitimacy to what you did, especially because you caused so much stress. You blew up your very functioning team to get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Your team before exactly. the team for that I wouldn't say was very a very, very it was a very cohesive unit who played hard. So yeah. you give up that identity for the superstar. And I just, you know what I was going to say? I just realized people don't understand how hard it is to win a ring. Because, like, if you look at some certain teams, like like the Trailblazers, for example, to win a ring, you have to get good players or great players, right? But, I mean, how mm -hmm. do you get good or great players? It's either you, you nurture them through your team, through the draft, which you're in lower processes, so you're in lower selection processes um, when you're playing, when you're having good seasons, or you mm -hmm. trade for these teams. And guess what? When you have good players on your team, you usually give them big contracts. So most times, you can't get that superstar caliber player except except outstanding circumstances are created. And so like with the Clippers... And then you see James Harden type trades, and it's, 
It's messy. So exactly, yeah. With the Clippers, mm-hmm. the Clippers are trying to like basically they're too big name and too like big budget and too out there for them to be a Portland Trailblazers team. Like you can't be a middling team. You can't be a team that's gonna compete for the playoffs every single yeah. season but not win a chip. That's exactly what you said, Vino. So it's yeah, like mm-hmm. if you guys don't prove yourself, except same thing with the Bucks. I mean, with the Bucks, you don't blow up the team, you blow up the coach. But with the Clippers, they already blew up the coach. Rivers is gone, yes. and he went to another team, and he took that team to the final. He's, I mean, he's taking that team to, right to now first, to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. so the it's like in this, in this conference. I think yeah, exactly. Know, so you, if you've blown up the coach, and the coach has showed you that, bro, I know my shit, fam. This mm-hmm. ain't on me. And your team doesn't do it this year. You got to blow that shit up too now. Yeah, and actually to to, to that point, um, Kawhi Leonard is still a, like he's uh, he has this player option this season. Mm-hmm. So after the end of the season. So if um, you know things don't go well in the playoffs, he could be gone, and like even whether the team wants it or not, it could be blown up. Whether or not they want to run it back, yep, like that's literally Kawhi it. does hold the keys. So to, it's to, you know what? That's why Kawhi's chilling, bro. He don't need to play Kawhi. a lot of games. Smart Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Ha 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 ha. He uh, went to uni, bro. <laughs> yep. Big brain, big brain. Um, and moving on to the Portland Trailblazers. This is the the, the one. Um, matchup that we kind of disagreed on in the Western Conference. So the Portland Trailblazers are going to be facing the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Yeah. Um, Noble, who do you have winning this this uh, this matchup? Because you, you did change your mind uh, once. Yeah. Yeah. You so know what? I changed my mind once, now? but I, I'm gonna stick to my changed mind. I think right. the Denver Nuggets. I think the Denver Nuggets. I think the Nuggets got this still because. I mean, shout out to my man Jokic. He just gets better and better every year. He understands how to pick apart the defenses every single year. And positionally, he's not that bad defensively. Like he's not he actually has a surprising amount of blocks. I think he's averaging maybe one or over one block a game. I need to check that. Better than before. Yeah, exactly. So he's better he's a better defensive player too. And then you just look at Denver as a team is scary, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, from a basketball standpoint, where you can sub out players and sub in players, so, like, the subs are unlimited. So, as long as you have good enough players on your team, as long as you give them enough minutes, everybody can play. Bro, you can play 10. They can go 10 deep in the playoffs. Playoffs mm-hmm. people usually go 7 or 8 deep. Denver can afford to go 10 or 11 deep and still have quality people just they playing. They've got great depth. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they have perfect complementary players for, every, for their style of – their style, you know what? I will use a player to define Denver. Uh, well, no Jokic because Jokic is like he's the anomaly in Denver. But the rest of the players in Denver are all Jeremy Grant. They're all good defensive, good wing defensive players who know how to shoot the three. That is just yeah. what Denver is. They're like pro- that's they're all prototypically the same. And then when you put if that only against they could have Portland, kept Jeremy Grant. That would have been beautiful. No, but they got Aaron Gordon instead. I know, but I'm saying all of that yeah. plus Jeremy Grant. Oh my god. Bro, that's too much. Yeah, that's yeah too much. Much now. they've got Denver is a yeah. well-oiled. They're the definition of a well-oiled machine. And Jokic, exactly. I would yeah. say, yeah, go on, Noble. Uh, I was gonna say, of all the teams not called LA, Denver has the best chance of winning a championship. Mm. Of all yeah, teams yeah. not called LA, I, I yeah. do. I, I don't agree with that point specifically. We'll get onto that in a second, but. Oh, sorry. I'm saying in the West now because in I the West, okay, okay. In that case, teams. in that case, in that case, yeah, I agree. I agree. But Jokic, first of all, a little funny, a little funny thing that I noticed. I don't know why he reminds me. You know that hockey player who said, uh, "Why you have to be mad? It's only game." 
Why does <laughs> why does Jokic remind me of him so much? <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. You just put all white people together. That's so yeah. That's all so white chill. people are the same. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Don't pay me out like that. It's their demeanor. They're both just so chill, bro. They just they just chill and they do their thing. Yeah, Jokic is a much better player. Yeah, Jokic is a much better player than that guy. That guy was, but. <laughs> Jokic, I think he's, as Noble said, he's, he's probably one of the most intelligent players in the league, the way he's learning, the way he's... He has no physical attributes other than his size that would want... That, that, that would make him a good basketball player. He's not that athletic. He's not really that good at jumping. He's not really that good at anything that you really typically attribute with basketball players. But whatever he has, he uses all of it to his advantage. He doesn't spare anything. He knows, okay, mm-hmm. I'm big as hell. I can use that to my advantage. I know where my feet are. I've got I'm good coordination. I've got good coordination with my feet. Let me use that to my advantage. And at the same uh-huh. time, I can see over people and make these passes that other people don't expect. So instead of being greedy, because a lot of the time you see, he can probably shoot the shot himself. He chooses not mm-hmm. to. And he makes what's called the smart play, which people hate on LeBron for, but they love Jokic for. But hey ho, that's 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 a different story. But yeah. when it comes to the nuggets. I think that they've got a good chance of beating the Blazers, but bro, I I don't want to say it's an emotional pick for the sake of my credibility, but I feel like it's probably an emotional pick. But then again, I see the Blazers doing it. I see I see them having that something in them when they beat OKC. I know it hurts Noble, but when they beat OKC, they weren't supposed to beat them that year. True. It was a matchup, but they weren't supposed to beat them. It was them. They pulled out something magical and they have that potential, especially now with Carmelo. And these guys, they, they know how to close a game. And that matters a lot in the playoffs. Against a team yeah. that is somewhat inexperienced, they have experience. Not to say that they don't, but they're, they're less experienced than the collection, the collective roster of the Blazers, I think. Yeah, and the Blazers have done it eight years and uh, Denver has done it three years in a row, postseason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've... The experience, the Blazers win. I'm not saying that the, the Nuggets are inexperienced. I'm not saying okay. they're kids, but the Blazers do. They hold a, they're, they're veterans in this game. They know what they're doing. So yeah. when it comes to the playoffs, we've seen series where Dame and the Blazers have done things they're really not supposed to do. So I'm not ruling it out this year. And I think of all years, this year is the chance that the Blazers have to do something because the league is in such disarray that they have a chance to blow past some teams that potentially they would never have had a shot with if they if they had been healthy the whole year or if they had been cohesive. I'm looking at the Clippers. So we'll see. I'm not saying that they're going to beat those teams. You'll see from later on in my bracket. We'll probably post it on the Instagram. But I don't have the Blazers going past the second round. But I see them having upset potential. And I see that upset potential starting in round one. And I see a six or seven game series going to the Blazers. Yeah. See, I, I, right as Jamal Murray went down, I, I think if, if the player had started then, I would have picked... Um, these guys, I would have picked the Blazers as well to win that matchup. But seeing how this Memphis, sorry, not what did I say Memphis, this Nuggets team has like just pretended like Jamal Murray wasn't their second best player and just continued uh-huh. to win games in his absence. Like this team is just like Noble said, just has so much depth where like you could replace like almost anyone and go find someone on the bench who does something very similar. And they just keep like they will just keep coming at you and coming at you and just won't stop. And I don't think the um, the Trailblazers have 
the like the defense to stop a team like that. Because the Blazers are already pretty bad on defense, but then now you, you throw them against one of the best offensive teams in the league with one of the best passes in the league. I, I just I feel like they will rip that Blazers defense apart. Um, not that the, the Nuggets themselves are, um, you know, any kind of uh, amazing defensive team, but I feel like they can do a decent enough job stopping the guys around CJ and Dame, um, where what they do on the offensive end will just um, take them over the hump there. So I think it's this series ends in six games because I think that the Blazers can still take two games because, I mean, you do still have CJ and Dame. But at the end of the day, I, I see the series going six games and the Denver Nuggets taking that one. Any uh, any last any last takes on on this before we jump to the Eastern Conference, guys? Nah, bro. The West is gonna be. What does that make it then? From our from what we've come up with, from what we've come up with, that it makes looks the Jazz and the Clippers against. I guess we go against me and say the Nuggets and the Lakers. Yeah. But in, in your bracket, you've had you have in my bracket. I've got the Blazers, Lakers. but you guys got the Nuggets. Yeah. We agree on yeah. everything else, though. Yeah. Hey, it's good to see, you, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since, since we agreed this much on the podcast. I, I, I just after I saw the brackets, I was like, someone is about to go change all kinds of shit. You know what? From the conversation <laughs> we had before this this podcast, I'm really surprised. But we might even agree on the other side too. But let's get to that. Let's get to that. So, what do you think, Chisum? What do you think? Uh, Sixers, uh, Sixers, Wizards. Oh, I think the Wizards take that one in four. In four, Westbrook the goal. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Bradley Beal averaged six points per game. Westbrook's gonna average 29, 29, 29, and 29. Oh, shit. sorry. I, I didn't mean to disrespect him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think the 76ers take that one in five. Really. Actually, actually, I don't you know, so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think they take that one to five. I just the 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 Wizards just their big man is Daniel Gafford, man. Like he, what is he going to do against? That's why Jordan? I said I don't think so. It's not because I thought the Wizards were going to do more. It's not because <laughs> I thought the Wizards were going to do more. I'll tell you that much. Now the rest I'll leave. Like, I'll leave up to your imagination. <laughs> like I just I figure you know Westbrook and Bradley Beal like should have one game. Where you know everything goes right, and Russell Westbrook actually hits maybe two or three threes one game, and they they just find a way to win. But you know, I, I think I just I respect Westbrook enough not to give him uh, not to give him the broom. That, that's that's really all that one game is. Mm. It's just respect. I just I respect you enough to feel like you, you can win one one out of five you know games, Let and me that's tell you it. Something. What's um, up? Go ahead. There's only one way, one sure way to beat Westbrook, and that is for you to completely dominate him. Westbrook has this thing here where he hates certain players, and when he plays those players that he hates, he plays different. And it's, it's, and I'm not saying different bad, I mean different good. So the reason I'm trying to say this is because I'm an OKC fan, so I have present knowledge, and I can tell you this, Russell Westbrook hates Joel Embiid. Big facts. Joel Embiid. They have serious beef there. So what he does is that he gets the fire and he gets he gives the fire to the rest of his team. Now the Wizards are a very funny team because when they're riding high, like when they're riding high, bro, they can bro, you see them, they score buckets. Like they score 150 in a game. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. 150 in a regular season game. So like they can hang buckets on you if if um you let them control the pace. So it all comes down to pace. If the if Philly can slow the ball down, the Wizards lose. Russell Westbrook's hatred gets snuffed out just like that, and um they they go on to win, which is more likely. But I think that Westbrook, Westbrook and Beal. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Let's take Westbrook out of the equation. Beal is unstoppable, especially to the to Sixers. Like there's certain teams that he lights up against, and Beal is Beal loves the Sixers because there's no mm. one who can really guard him. Like Ben Simmons is probably no Ben Simmons was the primary ball defender before he went on to Westbrook. Now I think they have Tobias Harris or sometimes they even put um, Seth Curry on him. Like yeah. Ooh. Yo, hold up. Um, don't don't forget uh, uh Matisse Thybul. Oh, Tybo, yeah, the young buck. Yeah, yeah, but he, but he doesn't. I don't know if he's gonna get so many like minutes. important playoff minutes because, because he doesn't does he doesn't do enough on the offensive end, man. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, he has he's a good three and D guy, but I don't know if he's good enough if he's big enough. Yeah, I feel like there's gonna come times where they're gonna need to generate offense. He can't play. Yeah, and it's it's also the difficulty is that they traded away Josh Richardson for buckets. Yeah, yeah, with Seth Curry. Mm-hmm. Now they gotta find a solution to that problem. Now. The thing is, they traded away Josh Richardson for Seth Curry, which gives them, as I said, an offensive edge, but it loses them that on-ball defender in Josh Richardson. True. Now, we can put Tybull in. Put Tybull in. But when you do that, you lose that offense that you've gained from Seth Curry. So really, you haven't really improved from where you were last year in that situation, in that specific scenario. Yeah. What they need to do is they need to find a balance. They need to let one of those guys get their buckets at some point and just put Seth Curry on him and do say to Seth, do what you can. And then however many minutes you can run table in that lineup, you do it. As Noble said, it will be sparingly probably. But, it comes down to yeah. pace and transition. If, yeah. if you can limit the amount of transition buckets in the game, Philly wins. If not, uh, I I think no. You know what? We're getting crazy with this now because it sounds like we're taking Washington seriously. I give Washington like a ten percent chance of coming out of that playoff series. But oh no no no, Noble. Just to correct you, I was not taking them seriously. I was saying that's what it's gonna take for them to maybe win one game. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I I think it's more likely Philly comes Philly in six. Philly in five or six. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm taking four. five. I'm putting four. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm putting five. All right. Um, let's move over to the the two versus seven matchup in mm-hmm. that in the Eastern Conference. There, the Brooklyn Nets, the the juggernauts of the NBA with the with the massive big three, uh, versus the Boston Celtics, who are going to be without Jalen Brown for this playoff run. Yeah, guys, let's make um, this one a quick one. Uh, Jason, Jason is gonna have, let's like, make this one a quick Jason, one. Jason, Jason is gonna have one or two 50 point games. I'm, just, I'm telling you this right now. This is exactly but, what I was gonna say. I fully Brooklyn agree with you. I fully, no, 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 no. I say Brooklyn in five because one of the two Jason Tatum games that he's gonna have will be a win. See, who is, is, um, what's his name? Is Kemba Walker going to like show up during those games as well? Because if he doesn't, then it's. It's a question, but I think one game, one game. That's why I'm saying one of them, because one of them Kemba might not show up. One of them Kemba might. One of the mm. one of those Jason Tatum classics. Kemba might show up. Kemba might not. But I think one of them will see Kemba do 25 points, something like that. 
Yeah, this this one, unfortunately, I, I'm gonna have to take nuts and four. It's the best warm up. For it's Brooklyn. just it's the best. Yeah, warm-up. it is. You know how I was saying the whole time they're gonna need to get in rhythm. They have locked the hell out with this matchup because the whole rhythm mm-hmm. thing that I said about before the postseason, I think that they can kind of just carry that over for another week. They just get an extra week on what I thought they got to just hash all their problems out and exactly. sort them out. They'll be testing, bro. They'll be testing plays. They'll be using them to experiment, to figure out what plays they want to use in crunch mm. time. Mm. The bro, like, trust me, man. Oh, it's just, like, who are you going to have? Because, like, Jason Tatum is going to be the primary defender on Kevin Durant. Past that, who do you have? Marcus Smart is going to guard. Maybe James Harden or Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Who, who else? What are you going to do? Yep, that third person is going to go off. Whoever Kemba is guarding mm-hmm. is going to light it and then the fuck up, bro. You, you, they don't have an interior presence like that. Tristan mm. Thompson, Robert Williams, Dan, no, Tice is gone. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, yeah. Um, they have Jabari. Nice. Is Jabari Parker hey, still yeah, there? Yeah, let's not talk about Jabari. Come on, man. Come yeah, on, man. Come on, man. Hoping, he, he's hoping, a difference maker. I was hoping for something, bro. His first play was a turnover, bro. Back Yo. in back in the days, I, I was rooting for Jabari, but we're not gonna spend time talking about Jabari because I I feel yeah. so sad for him. I'm no no no, I'm still rooting for him, but let's be real, that ship has sailed. But yeah, it's just injuries, pun injuries, pun. Injuries, yeah, it's not his injuries. fault, but no, yeah. but that ship has sailed. It's sad to say, but it's the truth. And Sorry. yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about Jabari, man. It makes me sad. His career makes me sad. But yeah, yeah that that three six matchup though, Chisum, mm. that box. Heat matchup. That's the that most. Bucks. That's one of the most interesting ones in this whole thing because guess what? That was the East Finals last year, and we know yep. which way it went. So, oh no, East East Finals last it year was was, uh, was Miami versus um uh, what do you call it? Sorry, was it the semis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was semis. Yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. That was the East semis, but we still we point is the still is the same. We know which way it went. Yeah. And mm-hmm. will it go that way again? I don't think so. But what do you think, man? Uh, I think I actually think Miami takes it again. I think it, it goes the same way it went last year, um, and part of it was because of the. I don't know if you guys saw the um, the quote from this guy this this week from Yanis. He was um, pretty much a reporter asking, you know, like what, what's what is going to be different about um, about the Bucks this year going into the playoffs, and he his response was pretty much something like, I, "I'm not sure if the, like I'm not sure if this year is going to be different." And to me, like, that is just, like, why the fuck would you even say that? Like, as the leader of a team, you're su- you are supposed to be the person, even if the entire world is saying you guys can't do it, you're supposed to be the one person saying, yo, like, this year is going to be different uh-huh. because uh-huh. of whatever. And this man you. is out here, like, just... Uh, so. To me, I have to interrupt you. No, I was yeah, going to let him finish. I let him finish. No, 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 no. Only because, only because, only because I haven't heard this quote. Mm-hmm. I just want to know: is that exactly how he said it? Like, I, I don't think it's going to be different to last year. Pull up! I'm, I'm pulling up the quote right now. Yeah. Uh, you see, no, but it was a valid reason. I have to know this. I don't want to judge based on poor knowledge. I don't even need to know the quote, and I still have to laugh because I know the player. I know how the player has been his whole life, so I'm, I don't care what the quote is. I want to give him some... I don't want to take yeah. credit away so, if he's yeah, this, this is the exact quote. I'm reading it off right now. I don't know if this year is going to be different. I'm not going to lie. That was oh Giannis' quote. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. By God, me asking about it made it worse. 
like all a and to me and, and to finish off that point like they be blue balls but go on going going up against Miami a team that just believes that they can do anything because Jimmy Butler is on the court bro like i just wh- why would you even begin to doubt yourself before the games even start like yeah. why like why are you pl- like you need to go like you you to win a championship, I think like you you need to be confident. Like there's no way you can go into games Confidence, just like mentality mm, is half maybe of, mentality is half of basketball. Yeah. So it's like after after I saw that quote, like it's first of all, I wasn't really high on on uh, Coach uh, Budenholzer because I feel like I, I've mentioned this multiple times. I feel like he's not the best coach for this team. Um, but then on top of that, you have your best players saying stuff like this. Uh, I I just I, I don't see. I don't see the um, the Milwaukee Bucks beating Miami Heat in this in this first round matchup. Even though it sounds insane to say, but yeah, that's 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 honestly how I feel. I think Miami takes this one. Miami in six games. Miami in six. Avina, yes, I'm sir. allow you to go on, and then I'm gonna say my, I'll say what I have to say. Man, I say Bucks in five. Man, listen, Miami, they have the heart. They're dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Bucks are just too good. This year is not last year. I'm sorry, the Bucks throughout this whole regular season have had ups and downs, right? But very their true. ups have been very up, mm-hmm. and we know what they can do. And I think come playoff time, yeah, his mindset can be like this, but we've seen how hard Giannis has worked throughout his career. We've seen true. of all players how hard Giannis has worked. I think he could be saying this. Yeah, we can knock him as a leader. I don't think he's a great leader of a team. But when it comes to leading by example, no one does it like Giannis. So he's going to lead the way by example. And I think the rest of the team is going to follow him. I only say five games because I think that the Bucs having home court advantage are going to get the two quick ones and possibly split after that in Miami. And then they're up 3-1. And then I think it's they come back home and finish it off. I just think because of the way I feel like the series is going to go, I think the momentum is going to be with them. I think it's going to end in five. I think Giannis is just going to... He's just going to will his team through. He's going to play his heart out. The team's better as well. So, yeah. I think I think it's Giannis's year. Okay. So, first of all... In the first round. So, first of all, let me tell you why that comment is bullshit. Because no, I, I just sent you the, 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 the Twitter link to the actual video. Okay. So you can, I don't care what the so words say, bro. I know the mentality <laughs> of the human being, bro. Yanis, is, Yanis has inherited the Kobe mentality in a way that we haven't seen in a very long hey, time. Co- hey, hold up. Kobe would, Kobe would never see this. Kobe is championship or bust. Even, even when he had Jeremy Lin as the starting point guard on the team. Bro, this man was like championship saying, bust. you're reading the wrong things behind those words. He's saying that he's going to do the right. He's, he's not going to do anything different. That might be what he says, but he, might, he just means that whatever he's doing is enough. Like whatever he's doing, it's going to get them to the line this year. I'm sure that. That's well, I mean, it means. wasn't enough last year, so like at the very least, say you'd be doing more. I think it shows more in the in terms of naivety than um, it does in terms of oh, poor maybe mentality. Was being hypocritical, like he was he was looking at the guy and being sarcastic with it. Like you don't know, but all I know is that Yanis is his mentality this year is championship or nothing. Like if he doesn't get a championship, he hasn't won the season. That's the only thing he's talked about. 
that's what matters for him. It's because they got Drew Holiday and they showed him that they wanted to push for a championship. That's why he stayed in Milwaukee. He didn't stay for any other reason. If they didn't show him that they were going to get a ring, he would not have been here. So that's his goal. And then with the team they have, bro, this team is not the same as last year because now they have a different playmaker, a very, very good playmaker in Drew Holiday, who is also an excellent defender. They are ranked ninth. The Heat, the Heat are ranked 10th in defense, they're ranked ninth, but um, they are ranked uh, above them in offensive rates, and I think they're about third or fourth. So, so it's like, this is not the same team. The Miami Heat are not the same team they were last year. Tyler Hero is not going to go off the way he did. So, teams are ready for him. Like, now teams are crowding him. Like, last year, no one expected that from him. So, it was, like, hard to drop game plans. Now, teams are ready to scramble at him. So, he hasn't yet gotten yeah. into that. He hasn't gotten used to that adjustment yet. So, I don't see him making that jump again against the Bucks. The Bucks are very hard people to test your team against. Jimmy Butler right. just came back. He didn't play in a lot of their games in their love in, I think, maybe all their games this year. Like, against the Bucks. So he just came back from injury, and his first matchup in the playoffs is against a healthy, healthy boxing that's been rolling. Nah, bro, I say boxing five. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. You're right. And the thing is, that quote, Chisum, I think you're reading into it the wrong way as well. Actually, now, uh, as Noble was saying that, I had to listen to the actual quote. And if someone asked me that question, he's basically been asked, "What's gonna change from last year?" Right. Mm-hmm. he's answered saying, listen, I don't know. We're going to play. The results are going to speak for themselves. It could be the same. It could be different. That's literally what he said. Man. That's. I would probably say the same thing. I'll be honest with you. I'll probably say that whenever someone says to me, oh, how did this exam go compared to the last or something? I'll say, listen, I did my best. I, you don't always know. I'm not sure. The results will take care of themselves, for real. That's literally all he's saying. I think people are reading too much into this. I, I feel like he could have been more convincing. Yeah, but you forget he's not a natural English speaker as well. People look past True. this. I know I, he's been here for a long time. But he, but he's in grind mode right now. He doesn't care what people think. Yanis has never really cared much for the media in any way. Like, he's always been sarcastic with them. But right now, yeah, right now, all he wants to do is get results. So he doesn't care what he says. I think Fair he's point. on his grind. As I said, leading by example. All right. Um, very fair point, but I I still feel Miami in Miami in six. <laughs> um, but we will we'll move. You wild to, as to... hell for that, bro. You wild as hell for that. I can't lie. <laughs> Yo, it, it, I feel like every year one wild thing happens in the playoffs. One matchup that you feel just like they they has there's one surprise, and, that's the Blazers, and I think bro. this is it. that's the Blazers. I, I think this is it. You know who I think the surprise is this year? The Suns. Who? Oh, <laughs> it could never be my team in the seventh seed. It could never, never be, be my, my team, team in the seventh seed. <laughs> also, Chisum, I don't know why in this bracket you got the Knicks in the five and the Hawks in the four. Come on now, you. Oh, the eight. Um, I don't know exactly how that how that uh, how that happened. My hey, bad. listen, I know mistakes happen, but I, I, it's a bit suspicious that it's that mistake. <laughs> That's a bit suspicious, to be honest. It is a little suspicious. Yeah, it does look a little thin, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to, to, to the, the, the one matchup that Vino has, has cancelled uh, 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 canceled work for, and this man needs to see 
His New York Knicks in the, in the playoffs. I hope your boss doesn't miss in the, Ooh. I hope I don't lose this game. I Bro. hope. Sorry, I said I because that's how, how personal it is for me. <laughs> I hope we don't lose this first game of the playoffs. Because, man, my boss was trying to put me on night shift that day. Oh, no way. I said to him, listen, I cannot work Sunday night. It's not possible. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I have to watch my Knicks. It's the first playoff game we've been in since, I believe, 2013. Or was it either 2013 or it was the end of the 2013-14 season? One or the other. Yeah. I think it was 2013, though. And it's very emotional. It's very emotional that we're even here. And I went, ah, ah, you got me, man. You got me. When it comes, oh, man. The Knicks, man, I'm so proud of them. When it comes to predictions... Knicks in three, bro. Knicks in three. <laughs> Yo, Listen, in three. Knicks in three. Nah, seri- talking seriously, I think the Knicks will get this in five games. Mm. I think we might get this in five games. Listen, I don't know what it is. Uh, listen, John Collins is getting eaten alive by Julius Randle. He's going to be terrorized for the entire series. Clint mm. Capella is going to be a problem. But as I said prior to this episode, we trust in Nerlens, bro. I don't know what it is about him, but we trust in Nerlens. And and even Taj Gibson, he gets the plus 10 from Tibbs. So we plus good. 10 from D-Rose, don't forget. Yeah, plus 10 from D-Rose as well. <laughs> Lord, bring back Joakim. But uh, <laughs> Luol Deng. But um, yeah, and at point guard play, I'm not really sure about the status of D-Rose and his health. Um. I hope that we can be fully healthy at the point guard position because that's been one of the problems that we've had all year. And I feel like against Trey Young, we need a guy who can tire him out on the other end. So that's that's going to be a thing that we need to we need to make sure that we're healthy. Or if we're not healthy, we need to make sure that we're making the right rotations. Um, but I trust in Tibbs to do that. When it comes to the two guard, I think this is an X factor in this game. I think the three three guard positions kind of nullify each other. When it comes to the two guard. Who's their guy? Uh, Kevin Huerta, right? Starting to? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> RJ Barrett is going to have his way with him, bro. Uh, RJ Barrett is going to have some fun in that matchup. And I think who did, is uh, is DeAndre Hunter back for them at the three? Uh, Hunter, I'm not I sure. Believe he's, I believe he's going to be back. If not, then it will be Cam Reddish. Either way, I don't think that that's really an X factor for them. As Noble said about the, uh, as Noble said, what's what game was it that you said they lose at every position? Um, the Lakers Suns. Yeah, the Lakers Suns matchup. Noble said that they lose at every position. I, I feel the kind of the same way about the Knicks matchup. Other than point guard, other than point guard and center, I think the Knicks grabbed three of those positions pretty convincingly. Even the even the point guard play. It's sad to say. I don't know why. I feel like Trey Young is not going to do that much. Hey, that's but that's just me personally. Say, I, I feel like Trey is not going to do that much only because the Knicks, if they're really good at one thing, it's perimeter defense. We're number one in the league in defense, Noble. So I think he's just going to get he's going to get smothered in the series. He's going to do his thing, but he's not going to be able to pull his team. I, I don't think he's going to be able to pull his team through this series or even win a couple of games. I think it's going to be a 5-1, 4-1, sorry, in five games. And that's me to wrap up the most 
incohesive answer because I'm way too emotional about this team. <laughs> <laughs> no, where where do you fall, Knicks or Atlanta? And then how many games? I give it to the Knicks, but I don't think that it's going to be as easy as he says. I think like the Hawks' offensive capacity, like they have the ability to shoot lights out in Kevin Huertas and Trey Young and a couple of other guys on that squad. And Clint Capella gives them a huge presence to get them those boards for when they make those misses. So I think like it's going to be the Knicks, but it's going to be in six or seven games. Yeah. Because no yeah, well, go ahead, finish, finish my best. The first playoff experience for both teams, and oh well, for this Hawks team, anyways, and uh, and the Knicks, anyways, yeah. Just so you know, Noble, the Knicks are three and zero against the Hawks this year. I know that, I know that, but I think like it's not gonna go that swimmingly in the playoffs. Okay, I don't, I'm, I'm not mad at you for that opinion. To be honest, we'll see. Yeah, like this series, I, I think should go six games. But you know, I, I kind of want to see an uh, an emotional and and uh, and a shaky Vino. So I want to see the Knicks in seven games. Oh my god! Oh Knicks my in god. seven, and mm. I want I want <laughs> you bastard! I'm not making any money this week. I'm gonna have to cancel all my shifts, everything. Oh, I, I want I want to see you shake like just shaking off off the, the fear of, of Trey Young in, in in game seven, but. I, don't, I think uh, the Knicks will definitely take this. Uh, will take this series. Julius Randle, like this is this is his chance to show. Um, not necessarily his chance to show, but like he, he's after everything he's done in it the regular season. It is his chance to prove himself. It's his chance to prove himself on the biggest stage. Yeah, put that stamp on it. Like yo, the regular season, yes. Like people, um, you know, say the regular season isn't all that. This is you know where the money is at. This is this is everything. So go in there, like obviously no one's expecting the Knicks to make the championship, but win that one series and like I feel like the, the doors are just it, it it'll be amazing in New York. One and then two in New York would actually have a chance to to get a big name free agent, which they want to in the offseason yeah. and all that stuff. And you know what? I on the Knicks, I'm very glad that we're in New York. And I'm very, very glad that I'm a fan of the New York Knicks and not like not not another small franchise team because if we if we were a small franchise team and we had got Julius Randle, this would be him putting himself in the shop window. Mm, very this, true. It, with the Knicks, it's not the case. With the Knicks, we know kind of that Julius Randle will probably prefer to stay and work with another star. That's that's what where our outlook is. So I'm I'm very glad. It's it's sad that it happens to these small market teams, but I'm happy I'm not them. <laughs> <laughs> Hint, hint, noble. This guy's shooting. Is, is he shooting shots? At hey, 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 I don't think OKC counts as a small market team anymore. OKC is one hundred percent a small market team, bro. Yeah, we yeah, actually, yeah. actually, yeah. They've lost their prestige. When they still had Russ, they still had some of it. But when yeah. that core left fully, they lost their prestige. No, it's just this year. Yeah, this year has been rough. Well, let's see yeah, even CP kept it there for a bit. CP kept it there for a bit as well. CP 100% kept it, bro. We're setting up. But I think, yeah, Noble, franchises like yours, it's sad to say that when you lose that one star, you lose your prestige until you get yeah, another one. And again, that's why we yeah. have that guy called Sam Presti, bro. Just watch and see. What hey, he listen, I, I hope you can pull something out of the bag for you, man. I, I'd love to be talking about you this time, this next year. Yeah, I'd, I'd like for, for you not to just want the entire NBA to, to crash. Exactly, you, exactly. This is uh, really bringing everyone's mood down, bro. You just you just hear all depressed Yo, and shit. Because I don't know if you've been listening. Like, a lot of times when Noble is giving his answers, me and you, Vinu, we're giving, we think the Knicks are going to win. We think these guys, Noble is like, oh, these guys are going to lose. 
Yeah. And you could just, <laughs> you, you could tell where his mic is. He's like, yeah, we ain't gonna be the only ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you will lose and join us. A loser can identify a loser, you know? (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. Um, But to kind of wrap up quickly here, um, we'll just quickly go over who we think is going to make the conference finals in each conference. Oh, the Um, new... Let me me know. Let me know. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, I have to tell myself to stop. I have to tell myself to stop. I'm all caught up in the in emotions, man. All right, so we'll, we'll let Noble take uh take the lead here. Yeah, and then... please do. I need a second here, no, man. Okay. Um, I think in the Western Conference, um, I mean, his prestige, his work rate, the team that he has around him, I think that it's still LeBron's championship to lose. And he's going to make it to the conference um, championship in the Western Conference. And on the Eastern side, I think it's a bit more murky. I think, well, the clear-cut favorites are the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone knows this. But I I just have my doubts about their defensive capabilities. And I think like if they face some certain teams, they could be exposed on the defensive end when the big man takes advantage who, of it. Who is the certain teams, Noble? Chest. I I believe that Brooklyn Nets versus a Milwaukee Bucks matchup <laughs> could result in a Milwaukee Bucks win in seven. Okay, right. Just this, this, just just to let you know, this is getting clipped, and this is this is getting posted on every single social media platform we have. Every single one. I actually, Chisom, Chisom, you might have some better material coming up. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I just I just god. I just think I just think. Oh god. <laughs> it's funny we saying that, yeah, because it's funny I'm saying that because right now, um, the Bucks are playing uh, Miami, and it, it's fifty three fifty. Like they're for time. Miami, yeah, for no, for the Bucks at, oh, the, at, at the half, which is not a Bucks game. That's a Miami type game. Mm-hmm. They have the slowest Slow, pace in the game. Grounded, grinded down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not really looking good for my prediction just off of this first game right now. But like, no, nah, no, nah, it'll be, it'll be alright. It'll be alright. I, I just, I think, I think like the Bucks have their ability to like dominate. And the interior, and still shoot from the exterior. So, like, I think that's like the, it's like a mini, it's like a mini Lakers, basically. Mm. So, who's making your East Finals then, Noble? The Bucks and yeah, the Bucks. I got the, the Bucks playing the Lakers in the finals. Sorry, the Bucks and the uh, Sixers. Then I guess is making your East Finals. Yeah, the Bucks and Sixers, and then the Bucks are gonna beat them. To go okay, the cool. And then it's the Lakers. Cool, 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 cool. And then For my prediction, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Lakers Clippers in the West Finals. And I think the Lakers mm-hmm. are going to win that matchup. I think in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be the uh, Brooklyn Nets versus the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you told yourself to chill and you, you still didn't listen. Uh, it's oh, gonna be the Brooklyn Nets versus the New York Knicks. I'm sad to take say, two. I'm sad to say, take three. 
is going to be the Brooklyn Nets versus the New York Knicks. It's New York, baby, the motherland. The matchup for the Kings. Oh, you hear me? Brooklyn oh. Nets, New York Knicks. And it's going to be a six-game series in which the Knicks are going to lose, sadly. <laughs> and the Nets are going to make it to the finals and lose to the Lakers. Mm. But the 76ers, the 76ers are going to say bye-bye in the second round. You heard it here first. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. Hey. Uh, everyone is the giving their wild takes. I'm going to be the one waving them. I'll, I'll go to New York to wave them goodbye. Yo. All right, Chisel, call me a conservative baby, soft ass, pop nah. ass. Oh, yeah? Baby. All right. Uh, Here, here's, uh, we'll start with the East because the East pick. is easy. 76ers versus Brooklyn out of the East. The East is easy. Ah, you guys are going to look so stupid. You guys are going to look so stupid. In man. the West, in the West is, is where I think things go crazy. And I think Utah beats the Clippers and Utah versus Lakers in the, in the conference finals. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lakers goes uh, Lakers Brooklyn in the, in the in the finals, and obviously Lakers winning that championship because I'll never pick against my boys. I mean, those are those are the the, the predictions that we have. We'll, we'll go in depth. Uh, we'll go more in depth as the playoffs kind of. Um, I'm gonna be around. watching basketball for a long time yet, man. Watching the Knicks play for a while, for weeks, for weeks. <laughs> oh my god. Watch how we're all wrong on the Hawks bit and the Hawks take the Knicks out. I've been thinking about that. It's been playing in my mind, but no way. Don't, hey, Vinu, don't, don't, don't let yourself think those thoughts. Only think positive thoughts. Otherwise, He's you end fine. up where Noble is at. You know what? The and, Nets and might go seven. Think. The Nets series might go seven. The Nets series will go, might go... Like the Nets first round series might go seven? No, no, no. The Knicks Nets series in the East okay, Finals. Knicks Nets. Wow. wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, real talk, I think they'll polish us in six, but we'll get there. Watch it. You heard it here first. Mm. You heard it here first you is heard right. It here first. Yeah, you'll, um, see my bracket. you'll see my bracket on the Instagram tomorrow. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it that we have for topics. Do you guys have any hot takes that you want to let go of before the before this this episode comes to a close? Hmm. Julius Randle. God. <laughs> 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 Julius Randle is going to be a legitimate MVP contender next year because the Knicks are going to be a lot better and he's still going to be the leader of our team. All right, Noble, do you, do you want to go back on this or should we just end the, the show on this? Bro, I have no strength. <laughs> I, I said some wild shit before the season, but I guess it, it came true, didn't it? So I guess some credit. This time I get some credit. This guy is, he's just like, yo, I'm on a hot streak, so just keep shooting. Exactly, JR. <laughs> JR. <laughs> keep taking those shots, bro. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, bro. As, exactly. soon, as, you, as soon as your team's sitting on the bench with me, then I'm going to start letting my shots up. Mm. Now, if you're noble, you miss 100% of the shots you do take. Oh, is that where we're going with it? Okay, no. Leave it, leave it. Like I said, I have no words until your team is on the bench with me. And Jesus, it would give me so much pleasure. You know what? You know what the greatest thing is if the Lakers come out in the first round and the Knicks lose the 
first round so we can all watch the playoffs together. Jesus Christ! See, yo, do you see the shit? <laughs> yo, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yo, someone. That would be an yo. interesting playoffs. I mean, not yo, if you're a therapist, we've been, getting, we've been getting messages to get you some help, man. Yeah, we've if you're a therapist listening to, to Pump Fix and Hot Takes, please just email us at contact at pumpfixandhottakes.com and, and I'll get you in touch with Noble. We need to get this guy some help. Exactly. He, he and, is spiraling um, right and now. And if you're, if you're familiar with um, the effects of burning, burning fumes, if you're a doctor that understands burning the fumes of jerseys, which Noble has done many times, how that can affect your brain functionality because I think that might have something to do with it as well. That part is not going to go the podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But yeah, um, thank you everyone for, for listening to this episode of Pump Fix and Hot Takes. Hope you guys That's had an part. amazing time listening to it. This guy is still hating. Vincent Fault! Um... Before we before we leave, do you guys have any wise words to leave the people with? Vino. I don't know if wise would be the word that you would use to describe these words, but um <laughs> The Knicks might beat the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals and uh, <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. They might, if they get there they might, but um I, I would not predict that with confidence at all. <laughs> no but any wise words from you. I actually think these are one of the these are going to be very, very, very interesting playoffs. They're gonna be a very fun playoffs, man. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like it's gonna be better. I think the viewership is gonna be greater than it was the past few seasons. Um mm-hmm. so you know what? With Corona and everything, I'm just happy basketball is here. I'm happy we have another playoffs here, you know. So no, yeah, let's get it started. Fact. Yep, and to everyone who is taking exams right now, including our guys Vinu and Noble, best of luck moving forward. And thank you for listening to this episode. We will catch you guys next week. Later. Later, guys.